Hey everyone, this is Lions Den and welcome to Roar on Your Podcast. I know it's been a minute. Uh, I miss doing this. Um, I'm going to be doing it every Tuesday from here on out. It's been crazy busy for Lions Den to do what they do. But anyway, I'm glad I'm back on my podcast. And today we're going to talk about the one year anniversary of George Floyd. So with that being said, what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about George Floyd and what happened last year that drawed up major protests, major riots all across the country and around the world. And what would George Floyd remember, remember by? So sit back and relax. Get your popcorn ready and your soda ready because Lions Den will return. Okay, everyone, we're back and welcome back to Roar on your podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you describe, subscribe to this podcast right here on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast devices. You can follow me on Twitter at The Real Lions Den. You can follow me on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash The Real Lions Den. You can also follow me on my Instagram at www.instagram.com forward slash the underscore real underscore lions underscore den number two. You can also add me on Snapchat at Lions Den. 39. You, you can also subscribe my, I got and I got me a fan base. You can go ahead and follow me on fans base at Lions Den. Also, you can subscribe and um, support my Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash Lions Den ADOS. And if you want to donate me or want to support my me and my channel, you can do it two ways. You can do it by cash app, which is dollar sign Lions Den 49. Or you can go ahead and PayPal me at www.paypal.me forward slash LionsDen49. Thank you guys so much. Now, with that being said, um, today is the the one-year anniversary of George Floyd's death. Now, let's go back to what happened of last year when five Minneapolis police officers... One of them um, put a back, put a knee in the back of his neck. His name is um, former officer Derek Chauvin. Um, place put a knee in the back of George Floyd's neck while he was in custody, and the entire world saw what happened to him. Now you know during this trial, and I'm telling you this guys before with the trial, we don't know where this trial is going to be headed, but finally um, justice finally served. Um, you know, and shout outs with the George Floyd family for all of this. Now, you know, what happened with George Floyd is, you know, he that Derek Chauvin put a knee in the back of his neck in nine minutes and 45 seconds. So, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see that, you know, what George Floyd meant to this country and around the world he is the face of everyone that's been fighting for racial injustice and police brutality. Now, what I'm trying to let you guys know, let's go back to last year of how George Floyd became, you know, became popular. Um, so uh, so basically what we're what we're seeing is that, you know, George Floyd has really embraced Black Lives Matter and other activists across this country. Um, and this article, again, comes from from the Washington Post. And 
you know, and this, this and really is coming out out of um, today. It says President Biden on Tuesday is meeting privately at the White House with family members of George Floyd on the first anniversary of his death in the custody of Minneapolis police. The meeting comes as negotiations continue in Congress on policing legislation bearing Floyd's name. Ahead of the meeting, Biden tweeted that last month's conviction of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin on murder charges was stepping towards justice. But he added, we're facing an inflection point. We had to act. So, y'all, that was the Washington Post and what you know President Biden was said. Um, and today, ladies and gentlemen, um, there's reports of gunshots, you know, in Minneapolis today. There's reports of gunshots during the George Floyd, George Floyd Memorial. And, of course, there's multiple gunshots. I think one person has been treated w- after he was shot. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is starting to get crazy in Minneapolis right now. Um, and so, we're going to read how... Uh, this is from the New York Times, y'all. And this is how they're going to say how George Floyd was killed in police custody. So we're going to go back to memory lane of May 25th, 2020, which the day of the entire country has changed because of George Floyd. Now, this again, article comes from the New York Times. It says, um, of course, on May 25th, Minneapolis police officers arrested George Floyd, a 46-year-old black man, after a convenience store employee called 911 and told the police that Mr. Floyd had bought cigarettes with counterfeit $20 bill. 17 minutes after the first squad car arrived at the scene, Mr. Floyd was unconscious and pinned beneath three police officers and showing no sign of life. By combining videos from bystanders and security cameras review official documents and consulting experts, the New York Times reconstructed in detail the minutes of leading to Mr. Floyd's death. Our video shows officers taking a series of actions that violated the policies of the Minneapolis Police Department and turned fatal, leaving Mr. Floyd unable to breathe, even as he and onlookers call, for, call out for help. The day Mr. Floyd's death, the police department fired all four officers involved in the episode on May 29th. The the Hennepin County attorney, Mike Freeman, announced third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter charges against Derek Chauvin. The officers seen most clearly in witness video pinning Mr. Floyd to the ground. Mr. Chauvin, who was white, kept his knee on Mr. Floyd for, for at least... 8 minutes and 15 seconds. According to a Times analyst of timestamp video, our video investigation shows that Mr. Chauvin did not remove his knee even after Mr. Floyd lost consciousness and for a full minute and 20 seconds after paramedics arrived at the scene. On June 3rd, Hennepin County prosecutors added a more serious second-degree murder charge against Mr. Chauvin and also charged each of the three former officers, Thomas Lang, Jane Alexander King, and Thao Thao, with aiding and abetting second-degree murder. On June 18th, the Hennepin County Attorney's Office said that its criminal complaint misstated the amount of time Mr. Chauvin kept his knee on Mr. Floyd's neck. The complaint originally said that Mr. Chauvin had done so for 8 minutes and 46 seconds, 
a length of time that became a symbol and rallying cry for protesters. Responding to inquiries from journalists who noted a discrepancy with the duration listed in the complaint, the office said the actual time was 7 minutes and 46 seconds. But the, but the time's own analysis of the video shows that this revived time is also incorrect. It makes no difference, said Jamar Nelson, who works with the families of crime victims in Minneapolis. The bottom line is it was long enough to kill, long enough to kill him, long enough to execute him. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the New York Times article. And that's what happened on May 25th, 2020 of the death of George Floyd. Ever since then, ever since the death of George Floyd, there's more police-involved shootings that happen after the death of George Floyd. More police-involved shootings. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, a lot of people want to ask, um, after what happened to George Floyd and after what happened um, to... You know, when Derek Chauvin was finally convicted of all three counts, does it change much? And the question, the answer to that is no, it hasn't. Not at all. In fact, after George Floyd was, was killed, you got so many police-involved shootings that happened in this country. And as far of it, whether a person was armed or unarmed or, you know, it, it's sad that we're living in 2021, things are still happening. And... Let me go to my Instagram because I want you guys to understand and to see where I'm coming from with this, right? So I posted on my Instagram. Give me one second. Um, and it's, it's after George Floyd. Now, this is facts. After the, after George Floyd was killed, police have killed 229 black people. That's facts, people. 229 people after the death of George Floyd. So... Nothing's changed, and I think that, you know, when you think about what's going on with George Floyd and everything else, you know, it's a battling cry for the Black Lives Matter movement ever since the death of Trayvon Martin. It's been a battling cry since then. It's even more battling cry when George Floyd was killed by Minneapolis police. And the difference with that is that the when the pandemic happened last year, everybody didn't they didn't have a choice because again the pandemic is happening people have been shut down into their homes and they didn't have a choice but to see what's going on with George Floyd right so at the end of the day you got to remember what are we facing what what's 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 I mean what's changed since then ain't nothing changed really and I, I'm obviously we see a lot of stuff going on with George Floyd we got a lot of people are tweeting a year later after what happened with George Floyd, you got Bernice King, the daughter of Dr. Martin Luther King, says before his name became a hashtag, George Floyd was a human being who mattered, a brother, a father, and a friend, a person I'm praying for his family today. And that's from Bernice, from Bernice King on Twitter. And there's more, there's more reaction, y'all. Um, you got a lot of politicians are tuning in, a lot, a lot of uh, mainstream media responding to what happened with George Floyd a year after. So he's, he's well known, not only here in the United States, but around the world, right? So before everything happened, he was used to be in Houston, you know, with this, you know, he was in music in Houston. You know, he was with, you know, 
uh, rapper Scarface and all of them. So, yeah, he was really involved. So now we got the governor of Nevada. And this is interesting, too. Now, the governor of Nevada said in his tweet that said, Today I signed the hashtag AB58 and hashtag SB50 into law with the Nevada Attorney General Aaron Ford. Today marks the anniversary of the killing of, of George Floyd. We are taking a step forward in honoring George Floyd and Breonna Taylor's memory by taking action to address historic injustice in our country. So you can see a lot of people are responding in support and respecting the death of George Floyd all across this country. Even the Jewish community that that um, that respond. Now, here's what they said. And this is from uh, Haaretz.com on Twitter. It says the Jewish state is being viewed by increasingly larger numbers of America as being beneficiary of white privilege and its opponents as innocent minority victims, just like George Floyd and other African-Americans. Um, so the list goes on and on and on. And it's talking about the George Floyd thing. So I'm reading every tweet, y'all. And of course, it's one, of course, from President Biden. And it says it's been one year since George Floyd was murdered. In that time, George family has shown extraordinary courage. Last month, conviction was step, was a step toward towards justice. But we cannot stop there. We face an inflection point. We have to act. Now, this is Senator uh, Raphael Warnock from Georgia. He says a year ago today, George Floyd was murdered. While nothing will, nothing we can do will bring him back to his family, we must continue to work together to prevent the killing of black and brown Americans. Philip Crowler um, said George Floyd Square was very quiet now, but a fellow reporter just had her phone smashed because of, she took photos of a storefront hit by a bullet. Um, so, and then Complex tweeted, he said, Today marks the one-year anniversary of George Floyd murder at the hands of Minneapolis police. In the 365 days since only a fourth of the officers have been charged of his death, the other three are still waiting trial. And so, you got um, other people are weighing in on the George Floyd anniversary. Um, so... There's, um, of course, if you, if you just if you tune into my my podcast, it's, um, it's also been reports of breaking news. There's been a shooting at the George near George Floyd Memorial. Um, there's one tweet says it was it was caught by a drive-by shooting, um, caught on live TV at the George Floyd Memorial. Um, the list, and then you got Dan Rather, one of the most respected reporters in American history. Tweeted says one year. Let us not forget. Not let us not forget about the man for the movement. George Floyd matter. His life matter. His family matters. His community matters. May we work. So what we're seeing, y'all, is the history of what's going on with George Floyd and how it impacted not only here in the United States, but around the world. And we see more tweets talking about the George Floyd situation. And what we're trying to do right now is to remember a man that, you know, fought. Basically, he changed what's going on in this country and around the world. And we're trying to fight for him. 
And that's all we have to do is just fight and remember his, think about his legacy, his memory. Despite all the negative stuff that happened to him, but you got to remember the positive of what's going on with George Floyd. He was in music. He was a father. I mean, he was he was everything that any black man that's going through. I mean, we all went through things, but George Floyd has changed America like it changed everything around the world. People around the world knows George Floyd's names now after he de- after he passed away. So y'all, let's remember who George Floyd is and keep fighting for for his for for his freedom and his and his and his legacy. Thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening to my podcast. Remember to um, listen to my podcast right here on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast devices. And I will talk to you in my ne- next podcast. This is Lions Day signing off. Deuces.